We'll begin with a look at the history of Potsdamer Platz, meaning Potsdam Square in English. Of course, at any time during this commentary, you may choose to proceed to the next chapter entitled Panorama. Otherwise, let's come back to this prestigious plaza, which is, without doubt, the most impressive architectural manifestation of German reunification and the capital's revitalization. To be precise, it actually consists of two neighboring squares, one from each sector, Potsdamer Platz and Leipziger Platz. Obviously, when we're standing in front of this huge complex of glass, concrete, and metal, it's very difficult to imagine that as recently as 1989, this area was simply a no-man's land, a wasteland that served as a security strip, stripped of all buildings separating West and East Berlin. But now let's begin our exploration of the area near the historic traffic light. And to start, let's address why this traffic light is here, and why it has this unusual shape. We can see a platform at the top surrounded by windows. At one time, this was the spot from which a police officer directed traffic. In the 1920s, Potsdamer Platz was considered to be the most important traffic nexus of Europe. In 1907, an underground train station was opened here. And in 1936, the S-Bahn, the suburban commuter train line, arrived. It hosted a railway station, 26 tram lines, and five bus lines, not to mention the four major roads that intersected here. At the center of the Platz, reigning over all the hubbub, was Haus Potsdam, a huge cabaret that comprised a Turkish cafe, a Hungarian wine bar, a tango room, manly cowboys, and chorus line dancers. In order to deal with the constant flow of automobile and pedestrian traffic, the municipal authorities had a traffic light installed at the intersection of the streets. This was the continent's first traffic light. And so, the decision was made to keep this traffic light, so that passers-by would know that Potsdamer Platz did not emerge out of nowhere, but has always been at the cutting edge of the avant-garde. And some decades later, on June the 16th, 1990, to be precise, Daimler-Benz, Sony, and ABB Corporation signed a contract with the city to purchase this space that covers some 480,000 square meters. And so, in 1993, work began on the largest construction site in Europe, and the architects involved in the project were among the world's most prestigious. Jack Hilmer and Michael Sattler, Hans Kohlhoff, Helmut Jahn, Sir Richard Rogers, and Renzo Piano.